Hi, everyone. Welcome to People Keeping Promises, the art of building culture, a podcast created for the team at Reed's Heritage Homes and Sherwood Homes, where we are passionate about creating a positive, welcoming, and motivational corporate culture so that we can provide the best experience for our homeowners. I'm your host, Jennifer Muller, and I'm so excited to get this ball rolling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast episode. I am really looking forward to this chat. I am here with Chantel Graywall, and Chantel is a marketing coordinator at Reed's Heritage Homes and Sherwood Homes. And I'm really looking forward to chatting with you, Chantel. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, me too. We always have the best chats, I feel like. So I'm really excited now to have it in this kind of environment. Yes. And recorded. Yeah. We do have great chats. And yeah. now we get to share People this get chat to witness this. with everyone else. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay. So why don't we start? I would love to hear a little bit about how you got to where you are today. You've been with our team for nine months now, which is awesome. So why don't you give us some insight into some of the uh, jobs that you had leading up to this career path now? Yeah. So I I've had a really, um, I would say, interesting past. I think a lot of people would be a little surprised about how I got here. Um, so, of course, you know, I worked in the hospitality industry like majority of my life, and I always knew that I wanted to be in marketing. I wanted to be working with a home builder. Like, I always had that dream, but I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. Yeah. And you know, I was always a hard worker, but when it came to school, for some reason with school, it was just like hard for me to like sit down and focus. Yeah. But you wouldn't always be able to kind of tell because like when it came to work, I could literally work on assignments and be dedicated and have that passion. And so I knew I wanted to get into this industry, but I didn't know how that was going to be possible. And it was about 2018. Um, unfortunately, one of my best friends had passed away. Yeah. And when that moment had happened, it kind of really sunk in for me the reality of, you know, how short life is. And right. to kind of seize the opportunities that you have while you have it and to live life to your fullest purpose and intention that you have. So when unfortunately that tragedy had hit, I on a whim just was like, I can't do this job anymore. And I quit my bartending job and went home and told my mom. And I was like, how am I going to tell my mom that I don't have a job? And I'm also not in school. And, um, you know, she was very supportive that my parents were like, we know you'll be fine. They always had that faith in me. And, you know, I was the kid when I was younger that everyone was like, what are you doing with your life? And, you know, you're 18, you graduate high school and you, you know, I'd go to college and I would, try out different courses and it just never was the right fit and I would find another reason to do something else so right you know I was always that kid and but I knew like I always knew in my heart that I was going to be where I needed to be yeah and that I was on my own timeline and I never wanted to feel pressure on everybody else's timeline exactly. because as we know it's unique to everyone um and and a lot of that I think was fear too I think I knew what I wanted to do but I was scared to admit it in case of failure it was like something that always plagued me so you know I go home to my mom like five years ago now and say I have no job and at this point I'm thinking well I'm probably gonna have to apply to another restaurant get another bartending job and um and I remember I just sat down with this one girl and we had this really great conversation and she really inspired me. And it was the next morning I just woke up and I was like, I'm going to see if, you know, at this time the bu- a builder was hiring. So I Google a builder yeah. and I see, boom, 
uh, new home sales administrator position. And of course, taking this position was going to be a pay cut from being a bartender. But I knew that that was a risk I needed to take to to get to where I wanted to be. Right. Um, so I went in for the interview. I had the whole process. And by the time my two weeks was up at my bartending job, I'd got the job with this builder. Perfect timing. Yeah, it was. It's it's crazy. When I tell people the story, they're like, you're kidding, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way. And, you know, I held that position for about three months and yes. then an opportunity opened up to actually work under the builder. So at the time when I was a new home sales ad- admin, I actually worked for a brokerage that was licensed through the builder. Sure. They ended up recruiting me to go to their warranty department. Yes. Uh, it was only supposed to be temporarily. And so I was like, awesome. Monday to Friday. Who who wants to say no to that? Yeah. So I remember I went to the warranty um, position and I ended up loving my three months there and I didn't want to leave and yeah. I loved the team that I worked with and um you know they had offered me then the position to be there full time sure and so I'd worked that job for a couple of years but then I kind of came to the realization that you know I I need to get into marketing like that has been my passion but right. at this point I wasn't sure like how am I going to do that I've now held this position in warranty for a couple of years yeah you know you get a little nervous of you know if you're now going to stay in that little bubble yeah um and then luck would have it again I took another risk and I saw sales and marketing position open up and it was actually an administrator position and again it was going to be a pay cut yeah uh, but I knew that I had to take this risk and yeah. I went for it and I held that position for about a year um, and I knew that you know as much as sales was fun marketing was really where my passion was I loved yes. the creativeness of it and next thing I knew when I was looking at another job um, a lovely person had reached out for one of the best builders in Ontario he wouldn't tell me who and I knew instantly it was Reed's oh my god um, and it was a marketing coordinator position and yeah. I just knew I had to have it and yeah. luck would have it I would hit it off with the team and yeah and I was I found myself now in this position for nine months oh wow that's so cool I love it's so funny when I hear that I know we'll talk about a little bit Uh, more about this later on but I know that obviously having the experience for you in warranty and customer care uh, is super helpful and beneficial for you in your current role but it also is just so surprising to me because you are so creative (laughs) and you have such a wonderful eye for design if you guys don't know we do uh, the I would say the vast majority of the marketing Mm -hmm. um, we the output uh, is in-house for our talented marketing uh, team here at Reed's Hair to Chum. So uh, Chantal, you're a huge part of that. And so when I see or hear that you've been in warranty, I think, oh my gosh, okay, I'm sure she would have been great. You're obviously a a people person and love (laughs) chatting with people and are so kind and bubbly. Uh, But that creative element, I'm really glad that you're in a position where you can let that shine too. Yeah. And I think I even surprised myself with how creative I was. And a lot of that was the environment that I built here at Reed's Um, coming in. And, you know, I always knew I was creative, but I didn't know how good. And then I came here and I had, you know, the proper tools and the mentorship and, you know, the everyone's just been so supportive. And I found that my creativity has just really blossomed. Like there's so many times where I'll say to people like, I I'm still surprising myself and I know that I still have so much to learn and I can only imagine that you know in another year a couple years just how that will elevate and I'm really looking forward to you know the great stuff that we'll be putting together as a team oh for sure we've got a lot a lot of stuff coming down the pipe (laughs) now for sure okay so that's awesome uh you've been here like you say for nine months Mm -hmm. so what sets this 
role apart from, you know, previous environments that you've worked in or roles and responsibilities? What what do you love most about working here? Yeah. So other than feeling fulfilled in a sense of, you know, finding my creative passion, I've really just loved the culture that exists here at Reeds that I know is really hard to come by. And it was something that I was always gunning for. Like when I worked for other builders, I just knew like I really wanted something with a great culture fit. It is so easy to do this job anywhere else, but it comes down to having the right mentorship and the right environment. And I was so lucky to come in and be welcomed by this amazing group of individuals that are here at Reeds and especially with directly with our team. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were so like welcoming Jenna yourself and, you can't you can't find that anywhere else. And, you know, I used to be the person that would get like the Sunday scaries. And even though I knew my job well, I would right. always be nervous going in. And this is the first time I've had a job where I don't get the Sunday scaries. Like yeah. I'm excited to wake up Monday. I'm not waiting for the weekend every day I'm enjoying. Yeah. And that took quite a bit for me to get there. And I know that a big component of that was working here and just yeah. having that support um, you know, I'm never scared to go if I have a question or anything. And I yeah. just feel like it's such a nurturing environment. And um, it's something that Reed should be really proud for. And it's something I brag about with my friends all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. I'm so glad to hear that. But, you know, it, it is true. I feel the same way. And it is a really wonderful group of people to be surrounded by. So we are very fortunate mm-hmm. uh, for that. But I also feel it also comes down to your perspective, mm-hmm. um, to one's perspective, I guess, but more specifically, you have just such a wonderful outlook on life and you are so positive. So <laughs> how do you stay so motivated and so engaged and eager uh, to learn new things and and sort of put your best foot forward? Yeah, so I, it definitely has taken me work to get here, um, but it's work that I'm very proud of. And, you know, a lot of self-development has been my focus over the last year, um, and I know that a lot of those big changes actually took effect when I started here because yeah. um, once I kind of felt like, you know, I got to the place that I've been trying to get to in my career and now I know it'll just build from there. Um, I was able to start, you know, focusing on the other aspects. And so I've always been someone that has been relatively positive, but even to my mindset today, it's just been so different. Yes. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, understanding the, the value of time and just knowing how short life is. It's just, you know, what are we here for? We're here to enjoy the journey and we're here to um, live every day to the fullest and that doesn't mean that every day has to be this big crazy exciting thing it just maybe one day it's just you know taking care of yourself and eating the right foods and adopting great lifestyle habits like you know this is the first time in a year that I've actively consistently been working out and um, that's been so great for my mental health and just keeping my mind clear and you know taking vitamins and eating nutritiously and getting proper sleep and also just Um, finding a balance with you know personal fun as well like having a job that fulfills me creatively I found has really opened up my imagination in other ways and I've always been a glass half full not a glass half empty because it's so easy to get caught up in seeing the negative and things but when you really start to see the positive like your view on life completely changes and don't get me wrong like there's hardship in life but it's about adapting the proper skills and just knowing that like you'll get through it and Life truly is short and just take that value for what it is. And as long as you're living your life um, with intention and, and focus sure. on that, it it really does kind of all fall into place. And yeah. um, 
it's also really nice being positive. Yeah. <laughs> People like to be around you. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. I want to work with you well. Yeah. Exactly. Well, relationships are so important. They are. I mean, it's it's extremely important for us to develop relationships with our homeowners. It's equally important for us to develop the relationships within our team members as mm-hmm. well to make sure that we can rely on one another. Yeah. Um, so how would you say your experience in warranty and customer care impacts uh, your role today, knowing that the vast majority of the work that you are, um, uh, that you're working on now is obviously for the customer's benefit. Mm-hmm. And how does that uh, insight help you present something that is easy for people to understand and learn from and, and, yeah. uh, and, and take away what you want them to take away? Yeah. So ironically, like with warranty, you know, it, it taught me a lot of, um, you know, how, like a high stress environment in a sense of, you know, you're dealing with a lot. People's emotions are involved here. You know, they just bought this big purchase and, you know, in their minds, they're envisioning that everything's going to be 100% perfect when they move in. And as we know, that's just not the reality in life, let alone in this industry. Um, So, you know, it really taught me and a lot of my customer service experience coming from bartending kind of came into light with that role of just, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding what people were, you know, what their frustrations were, what their complaints were, helping them understand the process and just kind of getting to know people more on like to connect like that. When it transitioned into marketing, you know, even though when you're being creative and it's so fun, you really have to make sure that what you're working on is digestible and, you know, and understand like what are people looking for? Um, You know, like a sales brochure, it sounds fun, but you need to make sure that content is accurate. And just understanding that, you know, people really, that journey for them starts the day they walk into that sales office yes, and what they're expecting from that moment. And, you know, you want to make sure that that whole experience throughout is exactly what they experienced when they walked in the door. And for me, being able to work sales as an administrator to help them buy the home to then have literally done the warranty for those exact people that yeah. I helped buy a home um, to now go into marketing. It's especially even with marketing, like we have tight deadlines as well, but learning what I learned in warranty and understanding how site works and the pressures that they have out there I I know I can handle the pressures and the stress if when we have them here and yeah. in that organization and just understanding like why are we doing this yes. and you're always thinking of that person that's getting the set of keys yes exactly yeah. and I like we often will talk uh, about this uh, at length I think when we're discussing marketing initiatives and I like to focus on clarity and communication mm-hmm. so that things are really clear I mm-hmm. want it to be explicitly clear yeah <laughs> uh, and helpful for people yeah. so that they can un- interpret and understand that which you're great at um, oh well thank you <laughs> sometimes maybe not so much but in addition to that and and sort of uh, I think a huge part of that is organization and mm-hmm. I would say you are incredibly organized <laughs> it is a joy to work with you because when you send things it's before I it's I I don't know if you anticipate people's needs or what that what how you get there Um, but really truly I feel like your clarity and your direction and how how much effort you put into making sure that we are on the right schedule we're mm-hmm. on the same page that everyone involved is aware of what's going on yeah. I think that's a huge asset so how do you stay so organized what, yeah what is it about it that you know <laughs> is so important so what's so funny is actually that organization like if you saw me at home you would I, I might not come across as organized as when you see me in my working career and sure. I think being an or, like to have an organized mind is how you're going to get through stress and how you're going to handle things and yes. so many deadlines and different objectives and actually warranty really bred that for me yeah. um you know you have a lot to juggle you have multiple homes like yeah you know at the time I was working on 
I think I had about 320 homes, right? So, and you're dealing with the schedule. So you got to make sure that, you know, our technicians are fully scheduled for the week and we're not losing that time. And you want to make sure that all the appointments are laid out and that we understand the repairs that are happening to make sure we have the material. So having to be organized and the color coding and all that that came in effect there really also translated here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's even in my email inbox, it's it's so easy when you when you see all your emails in there and then you get overwhelmed and you don't know where to start and then you're going to overwhelm yourself more because you want to tackle like 10 different things that are in front of you. So just making sure that my inbox is organized, which yeah, maybe it's me, I'm spending 10, 15 minutes a day, but it's totally benefiting me for the remainder of that day. Exactly. And I'm able then as soon as, you know, the end of day hits, I can go home and, and unwind and, and think about my home life because exactly. I was able to tackle what I knew was needed for that day. Exactly. And it's really just taking each day as you need it. So I yeah. organize my inbox. I organize my what to-do list based on what needs to be done that day. And I'll worry about the next day. Exactly. And then it helps you have a great uh, boss that will guide you as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we've talked a little bit. You know, I love talking about aphorisms, and I we've touched on this, like you had said. Um, is there anything else you want to share about that, or perhaps include your book recommendation too? Because yes. I know you are an active reader. You read tons yes. of books, lots of really great content, and we talk about it all the time. So, yes. um, you want to share with the with the greater of course. Team? So my aphorism, as I mentioned, was "Life is short," and a lot of that was with personal experience, um, but also. I fell in love with this book that kind of touches base on that, which is uh, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Yeah. Uh, This book came to me at a time that I needed this book to come to me. And just the messages that are there, you know, they're so simple. And um, for anyone that doesn't know, you know, Jay Shetty, he has a podcast and he was a monk for a couple of years. And so he really tries to teach you with dealing with like mental health and understanding, like finding your purpose in life and just learning how to deal with um, each day as it comes. And especially focusing on mental health aspects and taking away that negative component of life and yeah. just finding ways to be present. Yes. And I think, you know, a lot of the time we can get caught up in thinking, you know, life is short, it goes so fast. A lot of it too is because we're not being present. Yeah. So reading this book really taught me techniques and and it portrayed it in such a different way that, you know, now I've taken up meditation and, and that even I spend 20 minutes a day to meditate. Yeah has made me feel more present. Yeah, days still go by fast, but they're not going by by as fast as they used to feel. Right. And I think it's because instead of worrying about yesterday and worrying about tomorrow, think about just that day. Yes. And as soon as I shifted my mindset to that, which was huge on this book. So if anyone hasn't read this book, I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, I did it as an audio book and I also read it because I loved it. I've read it like three times now. Yeah, I love that. Um, And it's really, it's really taken simple things and just portrayed it in a way for you that is really attainable. And exactly. I've actively been applying it now for two years and it's totally changed the way Isn't I look that, at life. I love that because yeah. it's not, there's a, we, to add one more thing to the to-do list is a lot. Like yeah, everyone yeah. is busy. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. got a lot going on. So you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to, now I have to do this type of self-care. Now I have to do this type yeah. of thing. Um, but when you shift your perspective, and that's why I love Jay Shetty too. Yes. And when you shift your perspective, it's something that is, it does take time for you to develop those techniques mm-hmm. and really make sure that you're implementing in a way that's beneficial to you. But when you recognize that it everything else could remain the same. The rest yes. of your day could fall, sort of fall into place the way it was supposed to fall into place. But when your perspective changes just that little bit, yeah. then you're able to enjoy everything yeah. differently and you're able to take things differently and and unwind differently. And I think that that is so important too because it's perspective and uh, it allows you the opportunity to enjoy like the good old days and yeah. to enjoy the moment that you're in right now and recognize that one day you're going to look back and think, 
Oh, that, those were amazing. You know, exactly. those days were wonderful and they may not be the most monumentous occasions, yeah. but some of that minutia, if you can enjoy those little nuggets of time every day, yeah. what's not to love? I mean, that's just a wonderful exactly you know situation to be in so I love love that yeah. and you know a big component too for me to apply these practices was also reading Atomic Habits uh, yeah. which I know you've talked about a lot and we've talked about but yeah. it's exactly it's just making those little changes day by day making that one percent change and you know when I started meditating it was just five minutes a day and yeah. everyone I remember when I told people they're like you meditate because I'm just such like a you wouldn't expect me to be the type that yes. would but I actually need it I need yeah. it to center me and calm me down and but it started with five minutes a day and, you know, and now it's worked up to 20 minutes a day. Yeah. And so it's just taking those things gradually. And a lot of the time it's like people put a lot of pressure, like I got to be doing this 110% right off the hop. No, like do it, uh, tackle it, introduce it to your lifestyle. You're going to see the benefits and yes. then you're going to want to keep doing it. Exactly. And that's, and that's how I've sustained them. Oh, that's sure. so great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the <laughs> chat. I really appreciate it. It was really lovely. And I hope you all enjoy. Thank you so much for your time, Chantel. And uh, looking forward to the next one. Thank you, Jen. Thanks. This was fun. Yay. <laughs> okay, take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Let's do it. First, I'm going to, I have to go into the podcasty voice. So yes. Just give me a I, I love your podcast voice. I'm like, how do I get a podcast voice? <laughs> well, we can practice on right now. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Let's yes. roll.